0: Welcome back to Defercast. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, the final Defercast.
1: I was going to say, when you said welcome back, is that really welcome back? <laughs> or is it just welcome?
0: welcome <laughs> well uh yeah got got some got some
2: news, but uh deaf Car- just, just like a confused teenager we're in a transition period,
0: yes, yeah, and good good news though, we don't need any armor um, hormones and nothing needs to get chopped off um like I haven't told you everything <laughs> <laughs> um we're doing a little bit of a rebranding, so. Instead of uh, Deficast, the new name of this grand podcast will be the Apology Tour podcast, uh, and that's sort of a two-two prong uh, thing that it resolves. Uh, one being one being a slight, just you know, so you know, I think the Apology Tour is a little bit easier to search for. And, uh, second is probably the more pressing one where it's... It's a better name in general, I guess. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like, when when we when we came up with it, it was like, we had another name, which was, um, you came up with it, Michael, the end is meh. Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> I still really like that one, but I feel like the Apology Tour does fit a lot better, um, simply because we say a lot of, a lot of, um... Don't tell people our brainstorms. You're giving people free ideas, man. <laughs> this whole fucking podcast <laughs> is a brainstorm, Dave. I'm, Jesus, right?
2: Trademarking <laughs> the end is mad. So no
0: one can steal it. Can steal it. <laughs> no, that's like it really is. Sort of like it's more fitting for this podcast because we say a lot of uh, shit that could probably, you know, what if we were if we were more popular, it would get us cancelled. <laughs> um, and it's not out of, I guess. We don't say that shit out of spite or out of, like...
1: We're not trying to be controversial. Not, yeah. Like we're, we're just trying th- to... We're, we're just trying to live.
0: Well, fuck, like man. Like, like, what, like what I said at the start, was like, started... I remember when, when I came up, like, came up with the idea of this podcast and I was like, I told you to, I was like, let's do a podcast together and it's just sort of us unfiltered about how we watch films. Because, like, that's what we did almost every week. Like, fuck, man. It was like... I remember, like... It was like what, two thousand and seven to like two thousand and nine that felt like we we're at the movies almost every fortnight. Like just going to watch something and oh, if sometimes we went
2: multiple times a week.
0: Yeah. And it was like and then we'd we'd stay outside of uh, Westfield's parking lot on the roof and just be chatting about the film. And it was just So,
1: so you know what you, you know what I think all right, so ultimately on a on learning platform, what's good about podcasts, right, is like so, in the public eye, if you, if you say and do things, it's written down in stone almost, and you're held accountable for it, and you're liable or whatever, right? Yeah. So, as far as conversations between friends goes, that's how people learn and grow, find out what the wrong, I guess, thing to say is, and maybe what the right thing to say is, or what's funny, what's not funny, what's offensive. Mm. what's you know whatever but um ultimately some of the best conversations you have are in private and podcasts just i feel like they they offer that platform of that private conversation to everyone yeah so so ultimately you you don't want to be held accountable like when you offer something up in public you are accountable but on the same token you don't want to be held accountable in in the face of the fact that it's it's also an opportunity for, for people to learn and grow. Does that make sense?
0: No, Am I talking no, out no, of no, my eyes? No, 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 <laughs> no, it not only makes sense. I think that was like the best thing you've ever said on the podcast. <laughs> like, like, like you fucking so you sum, you summed up like yeah you fucking sum, summed up like my thoughts about the whole process in general. Well, you're like, pretty fucking well. Because the
1: silence was scary. Because nah. I got to a point where I was, just like, I was just like, oh, man, I fucked this up. Or... or
2: yeah, it's right. It's like, it. I know I
0: know you so well that I'm like, you know what? If I go quiet long enough, Dave starts to question himself. <laughs> and he's just, like, he's just sort of like, and then he starts babbling. And it's just sort of like, oh, I don't know what I'm saying. So, and he just immediately starts defending himself. Like, it's like, no, dude, well, you were making a lot of sense. Alright. That's that's it from me then. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's tapping I'm gonna out to it right there. <laughs> nah but like yeah dude I think you you just you you really did sum it up um better than than what I could. Like I like I I read I read though like I had some thoughts early on and it's basically it was just that. It's like felt like Defcast got look this is I'm speaking just for myself here not on behalf of you two but the Defcast sort of became a little bit to the point where it was like, I was sort of worrying too much about a business side of it, where it's like, I'm, look, we don't make money off of this or anything like that, but, like, I'm like, I do want to do this podcast because I love fucking talking to you, too, first and foremost, and it's really fun. But it started to get overshadowed by, like fuck, like, just the landscape of social media and, and TV and film and stuff, and that stuff we'll get into much later on, but it started to get overshadowed by that, and then I was just sort of like, oh, fuck, like, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about that, or maybe, you know, maybe I I should start explaining myself a little bit better, or, or whatever it well, is.
2: You, you ended up becoming concerned about your own personal career prospects as well.
0: Yeah, that was a big thing, and it was and just I like...
1: Think- also, with today's cancel culture, if if something like say argumentatively, if you if you did something, eventuated, and I know it's it's a dream, right? Yeah. So you become famous, and your work is loved and praised, and you you know you're 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 uh, now a working writer, director, actor, whatever it is that you you fall into, I guess, like chasing these prospects, and then they. They come back to this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like, Do you remember when you'd done this really bad Japanese accent? And I'll be like...
1: Remember 20 years Ugh. ago when things were relevant at the time, but they're not relevant yeah. anymore? We're going to fucking hold you accountable for that.
0: <laughs> it's also... It's also like... This feedback loop, right? So you think about comedians, and it's like their their feedback loop is almost immediate because their feedback is the audience. So if they're saying something funny, the audience laughs. If they're saying something that they think is funny, the audience doesn't think it's funny, and nobody laughs. It's just sort of like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to work on that. Like maybe I need to tweak it. I still think it's funny. I still think there's something there. Yeah. But maybe I need to readjust. To make it funny. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like, they need to readjust. And it's like, I think what what I was sort of getting caught up in my head was just sort of like, is this offensive? I don't know if this is offensive. I can go off of what I see on social media and, and all the other news and all the other people, like you're saying, that get cancelled. And I'm like, well, we we say far worse shit than that. Like, if somebody's getting cancelled because they're like, you know, I don't know, something innocuous, like, you yeah. Fuck, I don't know, beers only for men. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just like, holy shit, you piece of shit. Like, it's like, well, what the fuck happens to us? And I was getting way too caught up in that. And, it's, and it, essentially, it's a long-winded way of saying it. Suck the fun out of doing Deficast for me. Um, whereas the Apology Tour is far more fitting. Because, like, like what you said, it's like, we're not saying anything offensive for the sake of being offensive. If we offend anyone, then, uh, we're sorry, (laughs) but it's also an opportunity for us to learn. And it's also, uh, you know, your right to get offended. And it's also our right to defend ourselves or not even really give a fuck. (laughs) So,
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be, to be fair, like the three of us doing this podcast, we talk amongst ourselves, that's an echo chamber in itself. Yeah. So, like, and I think you were going to sort of invite people to, to challenge anything we might say that they find to be wrong or, or, uh, offensive, um, which I'm more than willing to, to take on board. Yeah. Like we're if having I, a I private... say something, if I say something dumb and stupid that someone thinks is dumb and stupid, they're more than welcome to yeah, yeah. call me out on it and I'll, 100%. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I'll admit it.
1: We're having a private public conversation. Join in. Yeah.
2: Like, like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'm gonna add on to what you said. Is like, you know, we're we're gonna try and walk that line between that public and private conversation and see where it goes. I guess.
0: Yeah. No. Oh fuck, dude. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. I think you you summed it up better than than what I what I ever could. Like the the point
2: of this. Well, I mean, I'm better because. Than you, so...
0: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm I'm the fucking weak link in this chain. <laughs> but um. Uh, I don't know
2: what like... that makes me then. <laughs> a drunk
0: one <laughs> no i like I like that like what you said, um about like just even us just being an echo chamber because it's like look we we disagree with each other, mm. but you know on on some things
2: we do but, agree on a lot,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that was gonna be the next is like we agree on more than what we disagree on, so yeah. it's I like, disagree <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> like. Yeah, so it, it that that's a really valid point to get more people to contact us. Like if they if they do, like cuz um, fuck man, I'm under no illusions. Like I I really like to keep my especially my political thoughts. I like to keep them pretty fluid where I'm not um you know, I know people can attack you for being a centrist nowadays too, but I really like, I really like being like, you know what, like, I can agree with this thing while simultaneously disagreeing with
2: this other thing. Hmm. Like, that's just... Yeah, like, if some, if a politician's being a fuckwit, he's being a fuckwit. Yeah. It doesn't matter who he eyes sort of on.
0: Like... Oh, yeah. That's, it's like, like, I was saying to so, someone the other week, I was like, that, that uh, US senator, the, the girl, um, AOC, I'm like, hmm. oh, I like her, I'm like, I think, I think she does a lot of, I think she will do a lot of, a lot of good work. I think she's a little bit naive I think she's you know maybe a little bit green doesn't mean I think she's a piece of shit like but it's almost no. nowadays where it's like you know it's either well, you she, love her can, 100%
2: Stick to her guns and beliefs and follow through then she'll be alright the problem is uh, penetrating that
0: wall of bullshit that's American politics that's right and it's like that's just American politics. Like I you know, I I know I know even less about fucking Australian politics, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well ours isn't a isn't a circus for everyone to see, you know. Yeah. What's a politic?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's a tick that has multiple wives, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs>
0: so that's that's gonna be the apology tour podcast. Uh formerly known as uh defacast so start starting from i guess this this episode this will be episode numero uno for the apology tour um and like what like like what michael said i hope we hope other you know people write into us um the premise will still essentially say stay the same the only difference is that we're going to try to listen to other people's suggestions for films. So the idea will be the audience will write in for films for us to watch.
1: Yeah, because a lot of people can't can't make it Yeah, because um, of time zone differences and yeah. just
0: and anyone... work
1: schedules, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. That... So, but I think people would like to, to know maybe um,
2: what we think and just yeah. chime in.
1: And also if,
0: that... If, if, if if we do get
2: suggestions for a movie that we have seen though go fuck yourself yeah yeah,
0: we'll filter those out
2: unless it's something that we did badly and want to redo it
0: and I will and I will say the open the open invitation to anybody who wants to be on it to join us with with us um, and to pick the film is they're more than more than um, welcome so but until we start getting in suggestions we're going to keep the format with just us picking them um, but we'll let you know as soon as we've, we've heard, uh, from somebody <laughs> and most likely the oh, yeah. people anyway. that already follow <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah. Already follows Deficast. So yeah, you know, you know, uh, the two of you's out there, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this new chapter, us a little bit more unfiltered, me a little bit more unfiltered, uh, less worry, less stress, and just enjoying fucking talking to my two best friends about dumb shit that we we fucking love yeah so in that that's a good segue into the last film that we picked the last film that Dave picked oh yeah yeah hustle it's been weeks coming (laughs) (laughs) fucking months yeah 2022 (laughs) fucking basketball film on uh, Netflix from Adam Sandler Pretty much um,
1: watched it when I came when it came out. I think I picked it not
2: shit. long after that. that. We in, haven't talked it was, about that it was since. in
0: fucking June. I think it got released then.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, feels a lot longer.
0: All right. Well, Dave, do you want to just give us a quick recap of the film, and do you uh, want to do you want to tell us why why you loved it? Maybe. Do you want to do do you, you want do you want me to read the um synopsis? Actually, yeah, yeah. Do that real quick because I I've
1: seen it. Multiple times, but the last, um, I guess the last of those multiple times was a while ago now.
0: All right. Okay. Hustle 2022. A basketball scout discovers a phenomenal street ball player while in Spain and sees this prospect as his opportunity to get back into the NBA. Um, right. So it. yeah, uh, this, this was, um, all right. So it,
1: it was unexpected I was expecting to watch something a, a funny man movie I don't know why I guess I, well I do know why Adam Sandler but for for it to be to be something so um lovable for me it was just it was a really good ride like I loved everything about this movie absolutely everything um the montage, Bothered me a little bit with the time frame. But then I convinced myself to be on board because I thought, well, the dude's already, he's already, like, fit. He has a construction job. He's already, like, playing every chance he gets, like, to get him to NBA level in that sort of time frame. He's already a fit guy. He just needs to get a bit more fit right? Like, so that was ultimately my only problem with the movie was just like him running these drills and trying to, trying to get to this stage where he was NBA level, I guess. But outside of that, I don't know. Like I was just, I was just so on board at every step of the way. Um I know the guy is not an actor. He's actually a basketball player. And I just felt like I was just like, that's all we needed from him. I'm uh, um, the, the parts where he saw his daughter and stuff, I felt like was so real. Like when he jumps into the pool, like seeing her when he's been training, like, and he's away from her and he he just gets, you get that moment where I don't know. There was a real moment there. Like I, I just felt like he, he bought it when he needed to. And he was, he was dull when it was fine for him to be dull. He didn't overplay his role. Adam Sandler was great with the fucking comedy. Like it was, it was, it was perfect for every step of the, the way of the movie. Like I just felt like, like all these like injections of these comedic moments were were great for me. It wasn't overdone. Um, I, I don't know. I absolutely love this movie. I, I can watch this. Like this is like I talk about Snatch being a great movie. Um, for me, this is this is one of those movies that you could just stick on. Like snatch, you you can stick snatch on for me at any time of the day, and I'll watch it. I feel like
0: I could watch this. That's anytime. fucking. That's high praise. Like I don't, I don't yeah. think, I don't think I've heard you say any other film is up there with snatch, for you. Like in terms of rewatchability.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is about this. I just. It's funny, just, dude. Because it's, it's... I love the way it made me feel. Like it really made me feel good watching yeah. this movie.
2: Uh, look, that
0: makes sense. Like, it's just, it's just a straight up. Like, I feel like it's more. It's not a straight up drama, but it is more drama heavy than than comedy, and it's just strange. No, it is. It's exactly. just strange that, like, yeah, you would compare it to Snatch in that regard. Like, it's, it's not, it's not on par, I guess. But it's, it's one of those. Well, I just guess it's one of those, like. I you know you always hear of people being like yeah comedy films you can rewatch you know what I mean like how many people you were like oh it's my favorite comedy and like you just rewatch it and rewatch it and re rewatch it and
2: which is a bit funny because the more you tell a joke the less funny it is yeah right right I think it's yeah. the the learnability of it right like
1: so the fact that that you can like memorize those lines. Hmm
2: and the delivery and all that With like shit. Yeah. with, mm. with
1: the, the scenario of the scene rather than telling a, a flat joke that has no
0: background. Mm. I can't I can't remember look I know it's been a couple months since I watched this, but I can't remember that if there was anything like repeatability for me, you know what I mean? Like something that a character said that I'd be like, Oh yeah, that's funny. Like I'll say that.
1: Yeah. No. Nah, you know what? You're right. There wasn't. There wasn't those moments in there. Yeah. Um. For me as well. Like I. I am still sitting here struggling to remember. A lot of the lines. Mm. But That's, I do it's remember. It's not a quotable the, movie. I yeah. do remember the feeling.
0: Yeah, I. I like, remember. Remember it being a feel good. I remember that last scene where it's like you know, uh, Sandlers made, assistant coach. And he runs out onto the onto the court and comes up against I think what was it then Bo, Bo was playing for Boston then at that time it was yeah. like so he got drafted into the NBA and I was just like fuck that that people got what they wanted they worked See, hard this, for it like this would
1: be a good movie for me like I think um, to satisfy me I would love to hear from someone who has no affiliation with sports whatsoever mm. and and just tell me if you enjoyed this movie because to me i feel like maybe you could really like this movie if you had know nothing about sports i guess but mm. because like sports are some factor of my life that i i i can
0: um
2: get <laughs> I'm on sorry on that level
0: I'm sorry when when you said that, all I can remember is that time we are playing fucking handball um, at work <laughs> and you hit the ball on the ground and it came <laughs> back up and smacked you in the face and knocked your glasses off. Like, like I'm like, yeah, yeah, Dave knows sport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <He> knows- <laughs> all right, all right.
1: Well, while we're talking about embarrassing fucking ball moments, uh, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the time we played cricket and I, I so you weren't there for this. Yeah. But with, there were three of us playing and um I belted the ball and it went straight up in the air, bounced off one of the beams in the factory and came straight down and hit me square in the fucking, fucking face. hell.
0: <laughs> fucking hell. Well you know what, to Dude. bring it to bring it full circle so no so Michael's not left out. And I'm not left out. Uh, I do remember a football game that me and Michael played in. And we both went in for a tackle on a dude. And we both went, I think, we both went low on the guy. And I end up headbutting Michael's tooth. And it chipped into my fucking head. Uh, Like, I remember that. Yeah, I remember being slightly concussed. And being like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, (laughs) just trying to stay out there. And then I, I think I went off. I think I went off the field, and our our trainer Rob, he's like, "Yeah, I think you need stitches." And I was like, "No, nah, I'll be fine. Just put some water in it." And then he put his finger into the flap, and I, I felt it go <laughs> underneath my skin. And I'm like, "I think you're right." <laughs> you know,
1: it's funny. Like, all right, so let's <laughs> the tangent is about to happen. Um, <laughs> so talking about like concussions, I remember having a rock fight with a buddy. Oh, so you know. Those. You know when they're building houses and they build the trenches for, like, the plumbing and shit? Yeah. So we were hiding in the trenches and, like, throwing boulders (laughs) at each other. And this dude lobbed one, and it fucking (laughs) cracked me spear in the head. And this is as close, I think, as I've ever been to being knocked out. And the experience, I can still remember. When that rock struck me, I didn't know what was happening. But I saw lightning. But everything went black and my ears started ringing. And then the vision started slowly coming
0: back. Yeah, it's funny. As soon as you were, as soon as you were like it's the closest you've ever been knocked out, I just involuntarily thought I was like, You fucking pussy. I've been knocked out so many times. Like
2: <laughs> And I, I was just I was just like time. I think
0: that says that says more about me though than it says about you. It's like, one, I think the only way to quote yourself being a man is being knocked out.
1: <laughs> and I was in primary school. I think that, that might explain a lot. <coughs> to,
2: Sorry, to that, was, yeah, that was a massive tangent.
0: That. that was a massive tangent off a of hustle. But, like, I will say I am very curious to hear Michael's thoughts. On yeah, Huffle, yeah, yeah. Simply, simply because, like, you said something, I think, I don't know if you said it on the last podcast, or it was something that was said in, bet- like, just in our private chats, but you said um, that me and Dave have got a, a lot of... We tend to like a lot of Adam Sandler's films. No, I
2: mentioned that in the podcast.
0: The ah, last, okay,
2: the last yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah. got um, like, yeah, me thinking about, like, yeah. why you guys give uh, Adam Sandler a lot of... Uh... <clears throat> Uh, a lot I of passes, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, passes, um, that's right. Sorry. Alright, let's hear it March. It was alright. I'll <laughs> it take was that. Okay. I like, totally it, take it's, that. It's, not a, it's not a bad movie. I just... I don't know. I watched it and I was like, alright, cool. Like, <laughs> what yeah. else is on? <laughs> sort yeah. Of thing. So I did, um, didn't really, like, yeah, it, touch it, anything? It, no, not really. Like... like It was, it was fine. Like the, the dude that played the, the fucking main basketball guy, he he was, Mm. he was likable. Uh, it was definitely a sympathetic character. Um, so was Sandler's character, but it, it felt too, uh, by the numbers, I guess. Like it was very predictable. Formulaic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which probably brought it down a bit, but yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Which I actually get. But it didn't. It didn't sway it for me. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like you were willing to overlook that because yeah, there are a lot more other positives to to the movie for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was very very middle of the road. Like. Um, right on. I, I I can't really say a bad word about it, but it's not something. It's not a movie that I'll you know I'll go around seeing its praises either.
0: What well, one and one and done for you? It's so, like yeah, yeah, pretty much it. yeah.
2: Yeah. Because, like, you know, we, like, <laughs> when when Dave picked it and whatnot and we are like, you know, we'll reconvene or whatever. And I was, like, um, the week we were meant to record, I watched it, and then we didn't. And then time kept going, and we, we weren't recording. And I was, like, am I going to have to watch this again? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I I don't know if I could be bothered. So I was, like, oh, fuck it, whatever. Like, we could record, like, two years from now, and I'd be, like, oh, whatever. I didn't watch it again. I don't care. Yeah. I,
0: because nah, like my my
2: opinion, my opinion was formed pretty firmly at the end of that movie, and watching it again, nothing was going to change. I suppose. So,
1: did did um, was Uncut Gems one that we did, or is that just something we nah, watched? I, I I haven't watched it. No. Nah, nah.
2: Oh, you yeah, haven't watched it. Yeah. I, I something I, was, I talked yeah.
1: about with you, then, Carl. Yeah, because I, well, I, I I said you've, I you
2: mentioned it, Dave. Yeah, I, right. I I
1: really. I loved it. And yeah, I, remember I really Dave, loved
2: it. you were having a having an issue with it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, let's let's not talk about it just in case it comes up again. <laughs> yeah, fair
0: enough. Yeah. yeah. No, but like you when you said, yeah, me and Dave give, I guess we give a lot of passes to Adam Sandler. Like, yeah, yeah. Like when you said it, I was like, yeah, you know what, you're right. Like I never really thought about it all too much, but I'm like, there is, he's built up enough sort of goodwill with me, like with. The older films,
2: you know, like Big Daddy, and yeah, um, you willing to Gilmore give anything he does a go, right? Yeah,
0: and it's like I know, right. I know, I know. People like Jack and Jill is really fucking shit. Um, I still haven't seen that.
2: but... Never
0: seen it. Yeah, like, look. To be honest, from all the from all the people saying how bad it is, and I saw clips of. Them, I'm like, yeah, look, it does look pretty bad. Like that's the only one I can think of that I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't need to watch it. Um. And the film yeah. that I probably like the least that he's done was probably Grown Ups Two, and yeah, I'm like that wow. just felt I'm like because Grown Up, but that I, th- I also think that's because Grown Ups was so. For me, I was like that. That was a phenomenal film. I was like that was uh, really good. That yeah. was sort of I love
1: I love Grown Ups. Grown Ups yeah. was awesome because that was and such Grown Ups Two destroyed it.
0: Well, dude, like <laughs> you don't you don't really see too many Hollywood films about. Um, men in the the sort of the middle age of their life, and that's what that's all that film was. And I was just like, that was it. like the only time you really. I feel like the only time you really see that in Hollywood films is like, oh yeah, the dude's having a midlife crisis and he fucking buys a Porsche and gets a mistress. But it's like this was like it wasn't that. Like there was no one cheating. Yeah, it was like, like family Yeah, they had they had family issues, but they were all resolved within the film. Too. and it was nothing that you couldn't walk back either and I was like this is re- this is more human than anything I've seen in a Hollywood film to do with a middle aged middle aged men and their families and it was just really fucking it was really good, but getting back to hustle um yeah i did i did like it i i know i liked i liked more for me I was like looking at the sort of the n b a candy if you will Like I was like Oh yeah Dirk Yeah and I was there like was, Oh yeah Doc a J of, A
1: lot of A lot of big names in that.
0: Yeah And I was just like Oh yeah This is good. like I had fun sort of Pointing them out And then um Look I do like an underdog story Like Especially an underdog Sports story And I'm actually a little bit Surprised that it's taken People this This long To do an NBA One Um How this one is done Um because it did feel very much like a like a rockyesque story you know what I'm yeah saying? yeah and yeah and that's the, that's not a knock like i fucking love no. i love rocky um but it, no it, well
1: i i think i saw it too and i didn't knock it for that i just yeah but it was just uh, but along.
0: it was enough it was enough to it wasn't like it was so so Blatant that while I was watching it, I noticed it. It wasn't until after and reflecting on it that I was like, "Yeah, that was really good. That was like Rocky, like, but for basketball." And yeah, I was like, "That was really fucking good." Um, gave it gave um Adam Sandler's character a lot of heart. Like, I think with his family with Queen Latifah and his daughter, I thought that was that was really good. Um, and it was just it was just a good. It was a good film to watch for it not being overly dramatic, but also not being sort of... I guess I'm having a lot of problems nowadays with films being overly um, forcing a message down your throat, whether that be take the form of anything, um, where this, this it's sort of kept exactly to the theme it's like it's about a dude trying to redeem himself um get back to being being a fucking assistant coach because that's that's essentially where he wanted to be I, well i guess he wanted to be a coach but getting to an assistant coach is the first step and him helping a fucking a young upstart to to make make his life a lot better and i was just like that's the story and they, they stuck to it. And I really fucking I just really appreciated that. So then when it did come to the end where it's like he's running out into the court as an assistant coach and then he sees Bo, um, yeah, and it's like he's the rival team that he's playing. But they yeah. had I was just like, That was that's really fucking good. That's
1: Even really like that that he wasn't yeah, it, like he wasn't they weren't on the same team. Like Yeah. But yeah, there was that camaraderie there, and he had that tattoo, dude. Uh, that got me. Yeah, I was
0: like, ah. it's, dude. It's also, it's also. I forget the exact dialogue, but there's something in the dialogue where I was just sort of like, you know what? This, this is what I feel is what's missing from sportsmanship and sort of rivalry, good-natured rivalry nowadays. Where it's like, we can be friends, but we can be on the opposite team, and for you know. The 40 minutes I'm going to take to play this game, I'm going to fucking hate you. But then when it's done, yeah, we'll go get a beer. Like, doesn't mean we're going to yeah. get to blows or anything like that. But I like... feel like
1: it's old school, like all yeah. the stories you hear about old school fighting. Yeah. Like where, where dudes would have a problem and they would fight and then go to the pub and drink a beer with each other afterwards. Yeah. Whereas now it's all gangs and weapons. I'm oh, like, not even that. I, mean, I feel like if every... I want to, if I want to have a fight with you, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, all right, like this. Well, I do not even that. Like feel... going back to what I said earlier it's about learning, right? I feel like the two dudes that came to blows and then bought each other a beer,
0: they learned. They learned something. Like, well, do I actually feel like it's the opposite with sports? Like the sports that I watch now, it's like it's always drama off the court and. And then they have to be, like, best friends. Like, they have to be fucking likeable. And it's just sort of like, no, like... I, I I have to think to myself, like, just to keep it in the realm of basketball, it's like, LeBron James is wild, like, widely liked throughout the league by other... When I say out, throughout the league, I'm, I mean other players. And... I think, look, you can attribute that to him being... Having played for multiple teams and having multiple sort of Hall of Fame players, uh, teammates. Uh, That I think back to Jordan and Jordan's era. And it's like, people feared Jordan because he took things so fucking aggressive. I feel like he, he pushed that envelope right up to the point of physical, as close as he fucking could to physical... Um, when I say physical, I mean, like, throwing punches. As close as he could... To fucking win. So, he didn't... He didn't care who was standing in front of him. If it was his best friend, if it was a fucking... A a person that got him his start. He didn't... He didn't care. It was like, he was gonna run over you to win. And it's like... I feel like that... That is something where it's like... You know, it goes back to that old saying of fucking, um better to be a gardener in a war than a um no it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war and I'm like yeah so I I think of, I think of that and I feel like this is sort of what what that sort of tapped into a little bit especially with Bo being like that hothead temper and I was like he he used that like he and he it took Adam Sandler. It's like, and they're saying, you know, this is Adam Sandler's, you know, he's older. So it's like, he's been around the block and he knows what it is. And it's like, he would have saw other players use their anger in such a way to further their career. It's not an outburst. They're not going to fucking haul off and punch somebody. But it's like, you're going to come up against other players who have absolutely no fucking respect for you. So when that happens, you need to be okay with it because you're going to, you almost to the point where it's like, you're going to use it. And just be like, yeah, all right, yeah, say what you want, but now I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna, you know, put sixty on sixty on on you tonight, with ease. Now what?
2: I love you I know? love the
1: banter in the training. Like when I'm talking about comedy, like I I think that was that was great. That was
0: yeah, what did he say? He's like your mother, your mother sucks <laughs> a thousand
1: remember. gigs or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I can't remember. It was like, but then he he brought it back and then. And then he chase like, and then Bo chases him. Yeah, like, it's
2: like
1: that's it. Like I said, it was just like this feel good atmos. It was like really, it was really really fun.
0: Yeah, no, it was. It, it was. And then good.
1: to the point where, like,
0: I don't know, it just it was so
1: easy to get on board. Like, I don't know, I, I just you just had that mo like the moments where he was you know going up against that other dude, and the dude starts talking about his daughter. It's like, oh, you know, maybe I could be a daddy and stuff. It's like, yeah, fuck, man. I don't, it, it would take everything within me, like, to, to, to not, not see not, red. Like, to not kill that guy. Yeah. To talk about someone I love like that, like, with all my heart. Like, how, I don't know. I was just on board. I was totally on
0: board. Yeah. No, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I, I don't, I, I'm not with you um, all the way where I'm like, I don't think it's up there with Snatch for me, <laughs> but uh, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: uh, maybe that was, maybe there's a bit full on, but uh, I just mean for rewatchability, I, I, I just feel like I could stick this on and watch it.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Ah, right, well, fucking, um, that's all I need to say about it. <laughs> Judging by Michael's <laughs> silence. That's all he needs to he, say about he, it. He doesn't, uh, want to, he doesn't want to talk about it. I'm just
2: listening. Well, I've said all I had to say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's not
2: much else I can say. It fucking was fine. Guys. It was okay. I didn't hate it, Dave. Fucking take that. <laughs> yeah, take, I'm, I'm, I'm take, take the, the fucking, fucking window. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not, not going to fucking sit here and right. suck out of Sandler's dick. No, you Why fucking not? Are.
0: The next time we watch an Adam Sandler film, you better, you better be like, you know, I want that happy Madison schlong.
2: I fucking dare you to pick Jack and Jill, you can <laughs> Well, guess what? <laughs> my pick. <laughs>
0: Good segue. Oh, don't nah. Do it. nah, I'm don't not do pick- it. I'm not picking Jack and Jill. Um But I can I can read the synopsis for my film and I guarantee you these two aren't gonna get it. Like I'm willing to put I'm ninety-nine point fucking nine percent sure you two aren't gonna get it. That's how fucking confident I am. Yeah, all right. Yeah, get on with it. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right. The rivalry between two gangs, the poor greasers. No, oh fuck! No. <laughs> <laughs> the poor greasers and the rich socks only heats up when one gang member kills a member of the other. Any ideas? Reese's. The Emoji Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to start reading some of the fucking names in this cast? Because it is goddamn stacked. Alright. Yeah, alright, why not? All right. Matt Dillon. R- Ralph Machaccio. The fucking Karate Kid himself. Oh, God. Yeah. Patrick Swayze. Rob- hey, you lost me with yeah. Ralph and Patrick. So this is old. <laughs> yeah. Rob Lowe. Emilio Estevez, Tom Cruise, Diane Jesus. Diane Lane, Tom Waits. So the if, fact that so if I have not composer, already
1: watched this means it sucks. No. no, no.
0: 1983 it was made. So How do you right come up out your with fucking all alley. these names. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's it's um it's the outsiders. Well, and Francis this F- one
2: probably weren't beat by the, uh, yeah. the
0: time. Francis Ford the Coppola. Outsiders. All right. Yeah. It's based it's based on a novel. Um by S.E. Hinton, I think it is. Um,
2: a movie based but, on a novel, who would have thought? I know, right? An adaptation.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, like, look, I, 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 I think I told you, I was, I, I watched Godfather 1 and 2 this week, and, I was just sort of like, you know what, Francis Ford Coppola doesn't, does not get nearly enough praise as, as being one of the best directors, I think, we've, we've ever had. Like, just looking at his, Fucking filmography, and I was like, "This is one that I hadn't seen, and it purely got me from that fucking cast." I was just like, "How the f- how the fuck can it have that many people in that cast, and I've, I haven't heard of it?" So, yeah. So you haven't seen it either. I have not seen it, so yeah. I'm I am curious. I am curious to see see what it's like. And, I, and look, to be fair, I'm on a little bit of a new Hollywood. Wait, how did um, you how did you hear about at the moment? I was just, I was looking up Francis Ford Coppola, the, the right. director. I was looking up his his work. So, yeah, because I'm like, I know, like, Apocalypse Now, and, and I still, I've still got to watch the new cut of Godfather Part 3. But, um yeah, he's, and I was just looking up the Coppola family, and it's like, they're like Hollywood royalty, you know what I mean? Like, Nick Cage is his nephew. Uh, his daughter is a great director in her own right. Um there's, there's like a couple other people. Jason Schwartzman, I think, is his nephew. Uh yeah, it's just fucking it's astounding. Talia Shire is his sister, she's you know, Adrian from, from Rocky. She's in Godfather as well. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see see what this is about. Uh I know Dave. You'd be you'd be in because of Tom Cruise. Oh, know.
1: I'm not. I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise uh, per se. I I just think there's a lot of stuff he does that that people shun because it is Tom Cruise, and I think that they're they good movies. <laughs> it's just like
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, no, no. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not. I'm
1: not. Yeah, I'm not like
0: I love Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm not. I'm not trying to apologize for liking his <laughs> no, shit. Either. No, no. Like, <laughs>
0: and Michael Jackson was a was a pedophile, but. But he made goddamn yeah. great music. He made he made some bangers. <laughs> like let's just let's just say what it is. Some some you know fucking. There's a certain time at night when you're drunk and beat it just slaps. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I guess the point
1: where it's like he he fucked some people's lives up. Yeah. But but you know he he enhanced the lives of millions. So
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the outsiders. Yeah. Is... This, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah right? This is what I was <laughs> saying. It's like this is the fucking this is the apology tour podcast. They're, they're content. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So uh, yeah, that's that's the first Apology Tour podcast. I think we ended on a good note with pedophilia and uh <laughs> <laughs> apologizing for, for Michael Jackson. So our new sign-off is that that was the apology tour? <laughs>